Johnny, it's... I don't have much. I tracked it. I tracked it, Johnny. It started. It started again. It's back. And it started again. We're the only ones left, Johnny. We're the... It's here! He's right. I'm here. (laughs) Rainsboro. During the day, the Knights of Rainsboro protect the city from crooks and criminals. But at night, a hidden evil emerges from the shadows, and a new breed of hero must defend the city. Welcome to the Ghosts of Rainsboro. You got at the at the end of the last game. You guys were there at the uh, uh, you know out in front of the the slums, the 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 uh, homeless camp left after you know the big big final battle with partisan and whoever it was he was fighting with and uh we we change scenes now and you guys have all gone back to the guardian's house you know because he has a house and uh uh, wayne tell me what the guardian what, what they might see there at the guardian's house you know and where you might gather them all together okay well when we get there it's an apartment building and we walk up to the the front door. When I open the door, inside is a full size house, and the the furniture is all very old. Looks like it was uh, Depression era furniture. A few pieces have been replaced over the years, but most of it is all pretty old. There's books everywhere, a ton of bookshelves. There's a lot of little knickknacks just hanging throughout the walls. And there's a tiny little sugar glider that's, you know, flying from knickknack to knickknack up on the walls. And then my sister is sitting there on the couch watching TV. As y'all walk in? Yep. And I try to I try to lead everyone towards the uh, the den, which is basically just another room full of books. And uh, it has a like a kitchen table set up in there mm-hmm. with some chairs around it. And describe your uh, your sister for us, Wayne. Long black hair. Um, she's basically a goth wannabe. Fairly attractive. So a- as you walk in, Huntsman, you notice that she she you know she's kind of looking as Johnny Boondocks walks in, as the hitchhiker walks in, as her idiot brother walks in. Um, and you know she's kind of with her My Chemical Romance T-shirt and uh, cut marks on her arms. Sure, and you know she she you know kind of uh, you know has a little sneering disdain for all of those guys until she sees you, and you can see a little spark in her eye, a little curl at the side of her lip, and she's kind of checking you out, giving you the up down, as it were. Mm. Yeah, I turn away. Okay. I pet the dog. Okay. So, and where are you leading them to, Wayne? The den. Okay. So she, uh, gave, she gave the stink eye to the eight-year-old. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Just clarifying. So uh, uh, you guys are you go into the den. The den isn't where the TV is. Is that correct? No, TV's right. When you first go in, there's a living room. It's got TV and 
a little more modern decorations. Sure. So y'all pass into the den, and uh, is there room for everybody to sit in here, Point? Yeah, so there's a kitchen table set up there with chairs around it, and it's the table is you know books and things on it, but it's a little cluttered. But there's room for everyone. Okay. So y'all have re-listened to the message again. So he seemed to think you would know what he was talking about. Any idea? Um. <laughs> Aaron, would I know what he was so, talking about? So what you know, um. <laughs> Is that, you know, in the in the small amount of time that you got to know Hexfire, uh, you guys had had talked about some some cold cases and whatnot, some cases that predated uh, your time in Rainsboro, and there was one case in particular that Hexfire was very interested in, and it involved uh, uh, what he and others suspected was a demonic uh, personality in town uh, that uh, you know the, the, the reason why the supernatural crimes unit came involved was because of its appetite for small children uh, it children were just disappearing left and right it started small and you know at the end of it you know uh, you know a dozen kids were were missing uh, and really never seen again Um it was believed that Partisan injected himself into the situation and you know, ridded the city of, of, this, of this evil. Uh, but now that Partisan's gone, perhaps maybe it's returned. But now, you and Hexfire, you say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you and Hexfire had talked about this, and this was a case, you know, that that you know he was never able to get his hands around. Uh, was always too late, uh, but. Uh, uh, he had expressed some concerns that, uh, you know, what if, what if, wh- whatever reason it left, uh, that wasn't terminal, it wasn't final. What if, you know, it came back? But as far as we know, I mean, case relatively unsolved. We just assumed that par- partisan said he was going to take care of it, and nothing, and it kind of died down for a while. Exactly, and uh, for years. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I would probably explain that to the group as as a potential for uh, for the cause of his call, um, you know. And I would probably stress some urgency as far as getting out there to uh, to his apartment, which is why we came here. Well, y'all came back here so that y'all could talk it out and you know formulate a plan, because you know you had all the the hobos and uh, you know uh, Rainsboro PD hanging around before, and it, what you're not far away. It's an awfully big coincidence that a big monster woke up and started protecting children about the same time this thing could be coming back. Hey, hey, uh, um, would the fridge have anything in it, Wayne? Yeah, the sister picks up beer and food and stuff. Okay, I have a beer. (laughs) So the little girl's drinking a beer. Yep. (laughs) Huntsman excuses himself to the little knight's room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Basically, so he's is, taking excuse. He's not used to women paying attention to him anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, try. He tried to play it cool, but he's kind of processing, you know, how he feels about being checked out, and then insecurities about maybe having to take off the helmet and sure. stuff, and then. And, but he's taking the time to check back out as surreptitiously as humanly possible. Sure. Uh, you know, as he as he steps out of the den and you know crosses down the hallway to uh, you know hit the room, you know she's got a, a line of sight on him, and he feels 
he feels keenly her attention on him uh, watching his backside as he moves down the hall. And so okay. you know, he gets into the into the little knight's room and, you know, he, there is nothing changed in his appearance. Yeah, he's just uh, sitting there, you know, walking down the hall going, please don't bump the wall. Please don't bump the wall. Please don't bump the wall. <laughs> These fucking shoulder pads are huge. Please don't bump the wall. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, and, uh, I dismiss the armor to take the piss right. or whatever, wash up, pop back up the armor and double check. There's... Like, I still look huge, creepy, green, glowy armor guy, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Can't see my face. My eyes are all... Ee- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to make my way back to the group, you, find one of those beers. <laughs> you open up the, the bathroom door to go back out into the hallway, and she's standing right there. And, you know, she's short. You know, she's, uh, you know, 5'2". And, uh, but, you know, attractive, you know, in a, in a gothy, you know, uh, emo sort of way. And she's like, I just wanted to make sure that, uh, we had set out fresh towels for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I used the guest towel. Sorry. No, no, no. That's what they're there for. Guests. And the, the soap that's shaped like a flower. I use that one too. Sorry. Sure. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, what's your name? Um, the Huntsman. It's kind of a kind of a mouthful. Do I call you the or huntsman? Uh, you can call me huntsman. I don't know. <laughs> I've never really thought of that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh... She says, uh, "I'm Jenny. It's nice to meet you." And she extends her hand. It's a pleasure to meet you, Jenny. Obviously, you understand. I, I can't go disclosing my real name. Sure. Yeah. But, names uh... are, names are important and powerful. I get that. But you can call me. You can call me uh, Paul. Paul. All right. Nice to meet you, Paul. And uh, he reaches out and shakes her hand. And he's wearing a gauntlet, right? Yeah. Okay. You, you, her hand is engulfed in, in his giant hand. And uh, they, they kind of have a little moment, you know. Uh, she seems quite taken by him. And uh, he uh, does his best not to strut back to the fridge to get a beer. Okay. Why don't you roll me – why don't we make a spirit check – and see how successful you are at that. Oh, great. <laughs> I love that. All right, so. That's with the wild die, right? Correct. What's your, what's your uh, spirit? My spirit is D6. D6. So it's uh, four. Okay. Um, so you didn't quite make your roll. Oh, uh, well. Because uh, there was a difficulty of two attached to that, so you needed the six. You could spend a Benny. How many bennies do I have? You have three. Each of you uh, has three bennies at the moment. All right. Um, you know what? No. Okay. So tell me tell me how he might have uh, slipped his cool uh, going down the hallway. Oh, it's it's got to be the shoulder pad. He's got horns on his helmet. Come on. He's going right. to gouge the wall. I mean, this is... <laughs> This is, I mean, his, his, his shoulder pads have like spikes and, you know, he's, right. everything's built to, for it to be combat oriented. And, you know, and so he's going to brush the wall, turn the helmet, he turns his helmet, you know, his helmet, the horn gets stuck on the wall. He, it's lodged because he, he turned too quick. Now it's stuck in the wall. He's trying to jerk it out. He ends up ripping the, the, the wallpaper putting a gouge in this expensive wall inside this, I don't know, Harry <laughs> Potter apartment. And he knocks a painting, possibly a priceless one off. And then, 
and then stumbles back into let's fuck it. Let's go for this. He stumbles backwards into the coffee table um, after he dislodges himself from the wall. Uh-huh. He, he, uh, if there was a drink on it, he, I mean, he doesn't like fall into it, but he bumps into it and sp- anything that was there gets scattered about her cup of hot tea just goes, uh, you know, spilling all across the table. Ah, she's like, you okay there? Uh, I, uh, I, we, yeah. we should have picked all of that up. I'm sorry. My brother's kind of a mess around here. Don't you worry about it. I'm not, not exactly built for... Oh, no. You're, you're fine. You're fine. Wayne, of course, you heard all of this in the den. I, uh, excuse me for a moment, guys. I kind of just poke my head out. See that... Uh, you see the carnage that has been caught. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see a guy blush through, um, you know, a helmet. I, uh... <laughs> I stick my arm out, and Barnaby, and the sugar glider comes down into my hand. I think you're going to come in here so you don't get squashed. And then I go back in the den. All right, so I, you know, you know I, with what dignity I have, I, I head into the... Uh... Sure. With what remaining dig- dignity, these scraps of dignity that you have left <laughs> strewn about... I, uh... I, I pick up the, the, the painting I knocked off the wall, I just kind of look over, I hand it to her, and then... <laughs> Just thank you. <laughs> I, I can't manage words. I just kind of nod and head into the other room. She seems embarrassed on your behalf. <laughs> and, and I take the beer from the little girl <laughs> <laughs> and finish it. There you go. <laughs> so, Aaron, I've, I've pulled out a map that's probably three, four, maybe more years old. Mm-hmm. I've got it spread across the table, and I kind of look over at uh, Johnny Boondocks like, okay. So where's this apartment at? Hexfire's apartment? Yeah. yeah. It's over towards the university. Well, d- didn't he have a like a, a magical item, Hexfire? Yes. Yeah. Could, uh, uh, couldn't, uh, couldn't you track it there, uh, guard, guardian of all uh, magical items that are supposed to belong to you or something? I can certainly try. Well, there's a thought. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we could try his place first. I mean, I know where he lives. I mean, it would be good to... I mean, I think we should check out the the scene of the crime. I'm just thinking that whatever... If something bad happened, that item wouldn't be in his possession any longer. Yeah, and that's a concern, because uh, he had the Hellfire Blade that turned me into Johnny Boondocks to begin with. He was uh, doing research on it for me. Hmm. All right, well, you're the cop, man. I'll, I'll go with you. So, how, Aaron, how many of us are there? I mean, is it just us four? Is my partner there with us? Um, your partner went to check the kids in, so she is not with you at the moment. So, is there some form? If I so, I'm going to point out the the position on the map. Is is there anyone who can get us there quickly? Uh, Guardian. Yeah, I'll teleport us once I know where in the map we're going. You know, it's it's in that zone that's that's between the. Uh, church and the university and that whole little you know triangle part of town um and so you're going to beam them over yep okay um i'm not going to make you roll for it you guys all appear on the uh, street outside of a uh, uh walk up uh, apartment building i always thought it was odd that uh he chose to live near the uh, the religious area of rainsboro i think he probably did it to even out the the demonic part of his you know powers like an address would help okay 
Uh, it's between the religious area and the college, which is the exact opposite. So, <laughs> well, you know, he could feed both sides of his personality. I it's, guess. I say it's kind of like him, dualistic yeah. in nature. So you're right outside of his building. Okay. So, uh, I mean, does it look like a bomb went off? No, everything looks fine. So, uh, yeah, it, we uh, we don't know if he was here when he was killed. We don't know where no. he was. And it's a start, though. I mean, we can see. So I guess I'll, I'll lead the way to, to up to his apartment. Okay. So uh, you you go up. It's three flights up. Ooh, stairs. And no elevators. Yeah. Do they know uh, which uh, which apartment is it? Uh, if can we tell from the outside of any damage? No, or? no, no. Does somebody know which apartment? Like, oh, yeah. Which window Johnny, is his? Johnny, Johnny Boondocks does, and he can point you to it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Me and Mempole are going up the side. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm levitating after him. I just want Tim, you're going up, and uh, uh, Mompole and the Huntsman are going up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to go up the do, stairs like a. I'd say I was going to do that, but I don't want to leave Boondocks going up the stairs by himself. So. Okay. I'll so, go up with him. So you guys are, are, are flying up. And you approach the window, and it's dark inside, and the uh, curtains are pulled. Are they see-through curtains at all, or are they lace? Is it uh, uh, blackout they, curtains? They are actually blackout curtains. Mm. Well, I'll wait. No, I'm not, I'm not going to wait. I'm a, <laughs> uh, that's not who I am. I'm going to try the window. Is it unlocked by any chance? It is not. Will it? You know, open anyway. <laughs> if you want sure. to, sir. I break the fucking window open with the TK blast. Okay. Uh, roll me your uh, your TK. All right. If they look up, I'm pointing at the little girl. Yeah. Uh, what are we going to call that? Let's just call it shooting, I guess. Yeah. That seems fair. Sorry. There we go. That's uh, a four. Okay. Um, the window uh, reverberates, and to, and to be uh, more clear, the air in front of the window reverberates, like there's some sort of, of, of shield or something there. Mm. You can just see it shimmer. Right. Now, uh, both of you guys roll me a notice roll. Um, I got a four. So, uh, Huntsman doesn't observe this, but you, you, uh, uh, hitchhiker, you have seen this kind of thing before. There's a ward in place here protecting this home. Okay. Hmm. Uh, is it just protected against, like, magic? Or obviously, it's more for more than just that. Correct. It it it, it is uh, protecting against uh, uninvited intruders. All right. Uh, As opposed to the invited intruders, I should say. Right. <laughs> it is. Uh, it, it is. You know, against <laughs> Johnny Boondocks and the Guardian uh, crest the top of the stairs and. The, the hallway is in front of you, and you can see the door at the end of the hall for uh, Hexfire's home. Yeah. Okay. I've got my gun drawn. Okay. 
I mean, I, you, we, we all heard the message. We know that yeah. something happened. I ask you, you've been here before, right? Yeah, a couple times, but... Does he have any sort of protections up? I'd imagine so. Uh, you know, nothing that ever really affected me, but I, I, I'm sure he did. Okay, Aaron, can I do a uh, knowledge arcane to try to figure out what's uh, what might be on the doors or in the around the apartment? Sure, uh, make a roll. And what's your skill? I have a D10 in knowledge arcane. Okay, looking for a six or better. Of course, that means I got a five. Okay, would you like to spend a Benny? You know you want to. Ah, screw it. I'm going to do it. Yay! Spend a Benny. Awesome. Yeah, I was better off before. <laughs> would you like to spend another Benny? No, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Are you sure? So, see, see, I didn't spend a Benny because I figured I would end up possessed by your near demonic sister or whatever <laughs> that we don't know is evil or whatever and i was like fuck it i'll get possessed it'll move a plot along or whatever it turns out that i'm just a bashful guy you spin a benny and you get screwed that's all that happens brother <laughs> now no, the I, night's just begun i can't tell for sure what he has on here so Aaron, is there anything in the hallway um any i mean is his door closed yeah the door is, is closed everything no signs of struggle around it not around the door no so, I'll knock roll. on the door. Roll me a notice roll. Me? Yeah. Okay. Um, my notice is eight. Okay. And uh, you're looking for an eight, by the way. <sighs> Oof. Okay. That didn't go well. Would you like to spend a bit? I got a two. <laughs> I'll, spend, I'll, I'll spend a Benny. <laughs> Was that all your bennies? No, just one. Just one. <laughs> I got the exact same roll. Would you like to spend another Benny, Paul? I'll spend one more. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh, wait. That one explodes. It explodes again. Six plus six plus four. Sixteen. Okay. Yes. So... A couple of things you notice. First thing, you know, you're looking at the door and you 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 know, kind of follow the the uh, along the the threshold and then down and along the uh, the uh, sideboard on the uh, along the wall, and you see uh, a brass button, and it's one of the brass buttons from uh, the jacket that Hexfire wears. Um, you know, it's real familiar. It's you know, you've always kind of admired these. You know, just exquisite detailing. Uh, uh, you know, handcrafted, you know, and just it's laying there in the hallway. And as you lean down to pick it up, that in itself isn't significant. But as you lean down to pick it up, you look at the door and you can see it almost from a different angle. And you can you, you get a sense of something horrible. You can feel the pulsing horribleness hidden behind the door. Additionally, beyond the horribleness behind the door, you you can sense that there's something about the door that 
you know, you, you don't have you're not one of these guys like the Guardian who can just look at something and go, oh, you got yourself a basic necromantic spell right there is what you got. You're not that guy. But you are a guy who's, you know, if you still had a nose, it would be itching like crazy because you can sense that there is some big time mojo on this door. Hmm. Well, I uh, so I look over to uh, Guardian. There's something something feels funny here. Something funny about this door. It's got to be pretty powerful. If I can't figure out what it is, I'm gonna. I'm 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 a scarecrow. I'm okay. I'll give it a knock. <laughs> so you give the door a knock. Aaron, but before he does that, <laughs> I'm gonna. Cast a spell on myself to uh, <laughs> give myself a force field. Before he does that, I take cover. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> oh, man. I hate that. Don't. Yeah, I'll let it go. The door explodes in a gigantic uh, hail of splinters. I mean, just shards and shards. And I mean, Paul, if you had been human. You'd be dead. Uh, it would have just it would have just pierced your heart, your brain, and whatnot. But as it is, they just pass right through you. You know, um, so you've got some some holes in your shirt and in your in the canvas bag that passes for your head. Um, but uh, you know, fortunately, you you sustain no damage. But I mean, it was a mess. And you know, when, when you turn around as as, as the the hail of exploding door. Uh, fades, you turn around and you see Guardian, who is white as a ghost, because he had just gotten that shield up, and if it had not been for his shield, he would have been perforated and dead on the floor. So we hear this from the outside? Uh, yes. Alright, so I raise my hand, and then there's a crossbow in my hand, and I pull the trigger. It's getting fired at the window. Okay. We're going through. At the same time, I am going to go downstairs and look for something heavy to uh, TK up here. Okay. All right. So mine's just shooting, right? Correct. I got a five. Okay. Um, the roll damage for me. Um, and the re- damage is important to see if it breaks through the wall. If you successfully hit it, I just need to see if you break through the Five. Uh, that didn't do it today. Hello. So your bolt bounces off. <laughs> Disappears. Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm going to go downstairs and grab a bike rack or something. Okay. Like by TK, is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. So uh, you've got a bike rack complete with bike on it. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> you haul both of those up. Yep. All right. While he's doing that, the crossbow's now a sling, and I'm loosening a sling stone at the door. One of these days, I'm going to get through that, or the little girl will show me up. I'm throwing it, Aaron, using my throwing skill. Okay. That is a 10. Okay. That's a hit. Okay. Is that hit shown with a up by the little girl? Uh, it is, actually. All right. Sweet. Okay. So it counts as heavy weapon ranged. All right. Hold on. Uh, that's 16. Okay. So it goes crashing through the window. Now, Huntsman, you fire your sling at the same time. So, you know, it's no one can really tell who was <laughs> successful. The huntsman or the little girl? I knew. I felt really good loosening that stone, but it was. <laughs> I mean, I aced it. I got an eight. That might have been with a raise. Who knows? Uh, I'm yeah, just saying. Exactly. 
So Johnny Boondocks, you know, the door has exploded in a hail of splinters, and uh, uh, you and the guardian are looking in the in the the uh, apartment, you know, as the as uh, things are kind of settling, and you can see a bike rack and a bike mangled against the wall, and what is otherwise a uh, rather modest bachelor's apartment, bachelor studio apartment. So uh, one oh. room. Uh, oh. That was close. You okay, Johnny? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I, uh, I I didn't think that was going to happen. I, right, I said we... it was powerful. <laughs> uh, did, did the bike rack take the uh, curtains with it? Yes, took the whole thing. Okay, so can we see inside? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Got, there's no glass there or anything. You 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 can see inside. You see Johnny Boondocks and the Guardian coming through. You yeah. See, if I didn't see anything, I'm through the window. Yeah. Okay. If I didn't see any like evil bad guy or whatever. Okay. So I, I wave I wave awkwardly at Johnny Boondocks after having wrecked the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, Timmy, are you coming in as well? Uh, I think I'll float out here and just look. Okay. All right. So everybody make a notice roll for me. Well, the good news is Hexfire's not going to have to pay to replace anything. Six, five, eleven is my total. Nice. Okay. I got a, I got a four. Okay. Five. I, I got a seven. Okay. So uh, you guys who are in the apartment, um, you know, Hexfire uh, did not. Uh, lead an extravagant life it would seem he uh you know very modest he was a futon uh that he had and you know uh, that was functioned as both his couch and his bed it would appear um little coffee table which has been destroyed by the you know bike rat and bicycle um you know a, a shelf of you know various you know books and pictures mementos that kind of thing uh one of the things that guardian notices as he looks around he doesn't see anything arcane you know he doesn't see like you know hexfire's big book of spells or you know uh necromancy <laughs> for dummies or anything like that he just you know sees the the, the, the kind of things that you'd find in in any uh you know aimless young man's uh home uh there are you know uh, nudie magazines you know know in the wreckage of the of the coffee table um there is a superman statue on the uh bookshelf um you know that kind of thing um there is a small kitchenette and there is a uh bathroom off to the back but huntsman something catches your attention um in the the wreckage on the other side of the uh, coffee table there is a beanbag chair and a blanket and there is something wiggling up under the blanket, perhaps cat-sized. Well, uh, you know, I'll take my the point of my – you know, I reach out my hand. Now there's a spear in it, and I gently lift the blanket. <laughs> okay. You gently lift the blanket, and what do your eyes behold but a, you know, perhaps 18-inch long, 12-inch long, uh, large – worm-like looking creature uh, that rears back almost like a cobra might, uh, except, you know, it's a worm thing, and really all it has for where, you know, a mouth or eyes would be is a giant, large, lamprey-like, vicious mouth, and it coils back and leaps. Now, I'm going to deal what we call initiative here. Uh, (laughs) 
Yeah, kitty, kitty. So uh, what we have here is a high cod is uh, – because you got the notice, Huntsman, I'm going to give you first act. Oh, bless you. Yeah. So you may go first. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the little feather. All right. Um, six, seven. Damage. Uh, yes, well, you did. Is it a hit with a raise? Do I roll an extra damage die? It is a. Uh, it is not a hit with a raise. Gotcha. All right. Oh, damage aces, doesn't it? Yes. So it's nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. And you, uh, you are shooting with the crossbow bolt. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, you you hit it with the bolt, and it just explodes in a little splash of gore. And as you, as it uh, as its little shriek is cut short, you hear echoing shrieks around the room. And you see other shapes moving around the room, uh, and you're surround each of you. The only one who's not surrounded is uh, the hitchhiker who is hovering outside of the window. All right, now we're going to go with initiative. So high card again is the huntsman. All right. So huntsman, and you know, for everybody, y'all can listen to this. Um, You do a a quick count of the room, and you you think there are probably eleven of these things. All right. So you know, I say that I I get to go, and man, Paul goes right same time. Correct. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna bring my hand down, and now there's a warhammer in it because you know that's what I do. Right. I'm not Wolverine or anything. Oh shit! Okay, so I got a six and an eight, so those both. <laughs> so uh, that's twelve. Okay. And that is a hit with a race. And that's eleven points of damage. Okay. And uh, you catch the one that was on the back of the futon, and it is down. And when I say yeah. down, you smashed it; it's crushed. All right. Okay. Okay. And what's Man Paul doing? Uh, biting. Okay. Um. Fighting the eight. Uh, eight. Ten. Okay, that's a hit. And that's a hit with a race. Okay, cool. So D10 plus D6 plus an extra D... No, it's just D10 plus D6, right? Yeah, well, you get an no, additional D6 of damage for the, for the race. race. Okay. All right, so seven and six is 13, and five is uh, 18. It is out. You crushed it. Uh, next up is... Johnny Boondocks. All right. Well, I'm going to uh, shoot one of them. Okay. Because you took out one, right? He, he has taken out, uh, between him and Mompole, three of them are out. Three of them are out. Okay, uh, so there's still eight left. Nine. There are originally 12. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna take a shot. Okay. Seven. Okay. Uh, so seven to hit. Not, not with a raise, but it is a hit. Okay. And for that, I just... Oh, my shooting is... um, I don't know what the damage is on that. Oh, 2d6. Yes. Three. Three? Yeah. Um, You are disturbed when you shoot it, and the the bullet just grazes it, and uh, no damage is sustained. Okay. Um, Boom, boom, boom. Next up is the hitchhiker. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I guess uh, 
You said there's like nine of these things? Correct. Uh, I'm assuming I could probably only see like one from my vantage point. Something yeah, you like probably that. see about three because they're kind of encircling the room. Okay. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to back up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to try to shoot one with my uh, my ranged attack. Okay. My blast. So roll my shooting. A five. That's a hit. All right. Ooh. One more dice. There we go. And I, sorry, Tim, that is not a hit. Six is what it takes to hit these. Oh, guys. okay, I missed. You want to, Benny? Nope. Okay. I'm needed when they start sucking somebody's face. Okay. Um, that leaves us with the guardian. Okay. Uh, they startled me coming out of nowhere, so I'm gonna do the same thing I always do when I get startled. I'm going to throw lightning at them. Okay. Ooh, 15. Okay, that is most definitely a hit. All right, any rays in there? Uh, yes, that would be uh, 12, that would be two raises. Okay, do you get, how does, uh, do you get anything extra to attack with a raise, or? Well, you get, when you've atta- made the attack, you get two additional d6. You For damage, I mean? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's your regular damage plus two d6 raises. <laughs> and two of these are ones. Oh. Uh, Eleven. Sucks. Um, you have set one just blazing on fire. Um, you can hear it screeching, not completely dead, but certainly, uh, you know, uh, a blaze. All right. Huntsman. Yay. Yay. Wait, that's not a yay. <laughs> okay. First one missed. Second one missed. Third one missed. Okay, so there's there's uh three down. Another one's another group attacking the guardian. Three of them go after him. First one missed. Okay, missed. And third one missed. And the last little cluster goes after Johnny Boondocks because he's in the room. And what's your parry, Johnny Boondocks? My parry is six. I'm sorry, five. Okay, miss, miss, and miss. Woof. So uh, the little creatures, nine of them still with you, but uh, uh, nobody uh, sustained any damage this round. Johnny Boondocks, it's your go with an ace. All right, let's get shooting. Okay. So uh, I rolled uh, two ones. Okay, so you could spend a Benny. My last Benny. Or you might have shot one of your friends. (laughs) 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 Which way you want to go? Maybe it's the girl. Go for it. Wow, that's a tough one. Um, Look, it's only a thirty percent, thirty-three percent chance it's going to hit me. I say keep the Benny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see who you're shooting at. 
All right, so that, that is uh, Guardian that you're shooting at. And uh, why don't you roll it to hit for me, Paul? <laughs> roll low. I'm trying. That Four. one explodes. <laughs> <laughs> what you roll, Paul? Four. Do you want to spend a Benny? No. <laughs> <laughs> you want to spend a Benny? Go for that headshot. <laughs> Dot the eyes. Wait, it depends. What's your parry there, Guardian? <laughs> Six. Yeah, and you do you still have your shield up? Yep. Okay. So does that add? Uh... Um, it does I should look that up? Okay, look it up for for the attacking run, just in case we need it. But uh, I, I was figuring that he would at least need a, a six to hit you. So, uh, so it it I will just say that the bullets uh, pings off of his shield. Uh, startling the Guardian a little bit. Uh, next up are the hideous, hideous worm creatures. And uh, they they use this opportunity. They use Guardian's distraction to uh, uh, target him again. Miss, miss, and miss. And then the next cluster is after the Huntsman. And that's a miss, miss, and miss. And the very last... Go to uh, Johnny Boondocks again and miss, miss, and miss. And then it is the hitchhiker's turn. Huh. Um, from my vantage point, Aaron, are there more screeches in the building? No. Like, is like the second floor screeching or anything? No. You just heard it from this room. It's just in this room. Okay. I can't realistically set the building on fire then. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe your hearing is really bad. I could be. But I sure th- I heard. I lit one of the I lit one of the worms on fire, so the building might already be about to be on fire. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I'll I'll just shoot another one. That sounds fair. Uh, that is a five again. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, I need to I need to think of a better plan. So, as my movement, Aaron, I'm going to head down. I need to find another thing to throw. Okay, bike crack. <laughs> All right. Uh, next a up, car or something. <laughs> next up is the huntsman. All right, I'm uh, you know hammering another one. Okay. Uh, I got a three, so that's a miss. That is correct. You want to spend a penny on that? No. Okay. Uh, um, and Manpaul? Yes, Manpaul. Uh, dual ones, and Manpaul doesn't get Benny's. She's been a bad girl. She she misses the one that she that she charges for and goes uh, out the window uh, as a, like a shot. And then Guardian. All right, I'm going to try to blast another one with lightning. And I shoot wildly. <laughs> Tell me what happens with your lightning bolt, Wayne. <laughs> these little things are... Uh, it goes are, out the seem, room? Yeah, they seem like, a little, seem like they're a little fast. So I'm shooting at one as it's going near the couch, and I just blast the hell out of the couch. Okay. 
So, you know, you, you've blasted the hell out of the couch and it sparks up in flames, uh, you know, and you can still hear the the mewling screeches of the one that you, you blasted earlier. And you notice that that flames are, are starting to lick up the side of the uh, of the uh, wall. Uh, so, you know, things are things are heating up here in Hexfire's apartment uh, and then dealing initiative for the next round. High card showing is a 10, and that belongs to the Huntsman. Uh, one more smashy smash on one. Maybe. Oh, that 8 goes... It's a 9. So that's just uh, a hit. That's not even a hit with a raise, right? That's a hit. It's just a hit. All right, and 7 damage. Very good. Um, you hit it. The uh, it you, you And what were you attacking it with? The hammer? Hammer. Yeah, and you're, you you crunch on it. It doesn't squish, but it, it's you know gravely injured. Excellent. Excellent. And uh, Man Paul's you know skidding, turning around midair like a dog on a linoleum floor, <laughs> and then bucking back towards the window. On her way back. Okay. Uh, next high card is the hitchhiker who has gone downstairs to look for something. Can I can I narrate what I get? Uh, you you can certainly suggest. Uh, I want a parking meter. Okay. You yank it out of the ground. Yep. Okay. I liked your smart car suggestion. <laughs> That'd be pushing it for me. I don't know. I might be able to do it, but a parking meter works. Okay. So you've got the parking meter. Okay. Uh, well, I figure it's going to take me around to get back up there, sir. Sure. Okay. So you've you've torn the parking meter up and you're headed back yep. up. And then. Yeah. Next high card is the creatures. So we are going after a guardian. Miss, miss, miss. And going after huntsman. Miss, miss, and miss. And last but not least, going after Johnny Boondocks. Miss, miss, and miss. All righty. And then it is guardian's turn. I am going to I'm going to try to cast a spell here. Uh, the couch is on fire now, and there's fire spreading as well. Correct. Right. Okay. So I am going to try to cast a spell to basically shoot ice. Okay. The attack is the size of a medium burst template. Everyone within suffers damage equal to 2d6. This counts as a heavy weapon if you were... If you want a more powerful attack, so basically on the couch area, mm-hmm. so, and uh, just the area around the couch, I'm dropping a an ice spell. Okay, okay. And so uh, there were three of the creatures, including the one that was all Bernie, uh, in that vicinity. So you've knocked out three of them. All right, and do I get the? Is the fire? It is. Uh, you got the fire that was on the couch. There's still some some flames licking up the side of the wall, but not nearly as urgent as what you had going on with the couch. Okay. Okay. Johnny Boondocks, it's your go. All right. Let's uh, let's let's start shooting at the creatures this time. Okay. But you've got such a nice target there, provided by the guardian. I got an eight. Very good. That's a hit. Hey, don't forget, I'm in the room, too. You could shoot me once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, one of my dice fell. Um, Eight damage. Okay. 
you the uh, you you shoot one straight through. You hear it screech as it you know topples back. I don't get um you don't do wild die with damage, right? You just do the damage. Just do the damage. Just correct. Okay. Alrighty. It's now their go, and Timmy's back this run. Very exciting. I don't know what your deal is, Huntsman, but you pulled another ace. You're the high card champ. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mush one. Uh, five. That's a miss. That is. I'm gonna go ahead and Benny that. Oh, uh, that's your last Benny. No, I've got uh, I've still got two after oh, that. I, I so. used two. Paul used two. Oh, I've been pulling out of uh, out of your stack. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna re-roll that <laughs> with Paul's last Benny. <laughs> And that's a five. I'm not going to re-roll that. You and then Mam, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and then Mam Paul's going to attack, uh, and she got a six. Okay, that's a hit. And uh, roll me some damage there. D ten, D six. There it is. Eleven. She gobbles the thing up, chewing it, just you know, grinding it in her teeth, and you know, black <laughs> and green ooze just kind of explode out from both sides of her cheeks, and she just gobbles it down. Good girl. Uh, All righty, so that was you. And next up are the four remaining worms, and uh, they're going to divide their attack in two. Let's see who we want. We're going to go with Johnny Boondocks and Hitch. Well, Hitchhiker's not in the room, so that would be uh, Johnny Boondocks and the Huntsman. So first round, for Johnny Boondocks, two of them. First one misses, second one misses. And then for the Huntsman, first one misses, second one misses. They don't get to roll with wild dice because they're not wild cards. So, uh, Boom, boom, boom. Okay, next up is the Hitchhiker. Parking meter away. Tell me what using you're doing. Throw, you're throw, using my throwing skill. Okay. This can't go wrong. Yeah, double ones, double ones, double ones. <laughs> uh, that is a three. I'm going to use a bunny. Oh, look at that. Twelve explodes. Very nice. And I roll a one. Thirteen. Okay, and that was on your to hit, right? Yes. So, uh, so let's see. Uh, that is, uh, 10. you said 13, so it's a hit with one race. Okay, so a parking meter does a D10 plus strength mm-hmm. for my telekinesis. That's a D12, so hold on. Uh, 9, 10, 11, 12, 16. Okay, uh, you took out two of them, uh, you know, just crushing them both. Switch. And then uh, it is Guardian's turn, and there are two left. I, uh, are there more fires around, too? Uh, on the wall, yes. Okay, are the two anywhere near one of the fires? No, they're actually close to Johnny Boondocks. What? I know, right? Let's see. A scarecrow would be fine if it got frozen, right? Sure. <laughs> sure. I'm just going to throw lightning at one of them. Yeah, he'd certainly be fine if he was struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm less likely to hit him with lightning than I am uh, sure. to freeze him. Four. Uh, that is not a hit. 
You want to spend a penny? No. Okay. Near him, not me. Johnny Boondocks, your turn. All right. Well, if I've got two near me, I'm going to take a swipe with my billy club instead of trying to shoot one. I'm going to try to take, you know, like a big swipe at both of them. Now, since you're trying to attack both, I should probably say that you could try and shoot both. Um, yeah, the yeah. actual rule is you get minus two to each action and minus two to your offhand. So one's at minus two and one's at minus four. But he doesn't have to spend a Benny to do it. Uh, I don't. Okay. No, yeah, okay. So it's minus two for your first and minus four for your second. Yikes. But you've been rolling great tonight, Paul. <laughs> yeah, double ones. Yeah. But you're going to take that same penalty trying to hit both of them with your billy club. Yeah. Because it's All the right. same kind of action. Well, let's go shooting one then. Okay. That is eight. Eight, that's a hit. And damage, seven. Okay. Um, you shoot it. That one was actually already damaged. Um, it, you know, screeches, and you know, the bullet goes right through it, pulping it. And there is one left. So dealing out the horrible creature, Johnny Boondocks, Huntsman, Hitchhiker, and the Guardian. The horrible creature goes first. Of course. It's going after Johnny. Ooh, it's a hit with a raise. Okay. So it hits you uh, in the uh, chest, um, and it latches on and just wriggles and wriggles and wriggles, and you just this horrible shredding, and then it stops and drops off of you. Now it's a horrible, nasty gash in your chest where it where it where it hit you and landed on you, mm-hmm. uh, and it you know just tore and shredded. And there's actually like a, a little bit of uh, of uh, uh, vapor coming up where it you know burned your 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 shirt, mm-hmm. uh, and you know you've got some of your stuffing showing from inside. Uh, but it's almost like once it took a taste of you, it was not interested. And it has dropped to the floor and is uh, moving towards the Huntsman. And it is Johnny Boondocks' turn. Ooh, all right. Well, I'm going to shoot it, okay. little bastard. Do you mean because it's moving towards me? I was kidding, saying I'm in the room. You can <laughs> shoot me, too. Take a bite out of me. Uh, destroy it. Just shoot it right before it gets near Huntsman's boots. And all of the little wriggly creatures are dead. As is the apartment. Yeah, there goes the evidence. The apartment is pretty well trashed. <laughs> yeah, I have a little bit of a headache at all the evidence we just destroyed. <laughs> um, Are there still fires up on the wall? Uh, yes, but you can easily put them out now. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. Is I'm going to go ahead and stop the building from burning down so no one else loses their apartment. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm going to meekly TK the... Uh, Let's start with the parking meter out of the apartment. Uh-huh. Very slowly and gently. <laughs> You're just starting to clean up a little bit of the items that you... That you a little bit. Little bit. <laughs> All right. Now, this doesn't belong here. Let me just return this mangled bicycle to its owner. <laughs> Did he have to uh, bear? You'll be looking for this parking meter. I'll just set it over there. You know, and, of course, coins are all over the place because they you know, popped out of the, uh, the, the parking meter. All right, Guardian. Were these like his pet maggots of doom, or did somebody leave these here? All right, Aaron, is there anything I know about demonic maggots? 
why don't you make me your arcane knowledge roll? <laughs> I spent right. that summer in, in uh, London studying demon maggots. That's right. <laughs> Nine. Um, you don't know much about this specific breed, but uh, you know clearly these are. Uh, of demonic origin, they are, you know, as one might, you know, gather from a uh, a maggot. They are, you know, a creature in its infant or you know embryonic or you know you know certainly youthful state. There is some sort of you know transformation that would occur on down the road, uh, and they are they are hideous and horrible. These things are. Uh... These things are definitely demonic, and trust me, you don't want to see what they grow up to. But Hexfire was also demonic, so I don't know if they were his pet or if they were sent here to clean up evidence. Right, so um, I look down at Man Paul and say, get a sniff, see if there are any more. And uh, uh, Man Paul, you know, sniffs at the, well, I'm sure she's already got a snootful since she ate one. Yeah. Yeah, she sniffs around, and you know, th- there's nothing else in the apartment. You, there, there are no other little creatures here. And uh, I'm gonna guess I haven't seen anything like this in my previous time here. That is correct. This is this yeah. is fresh for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell everyone that this is uh, not something. You know, he 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 doesn't just walk around with these. They're not his sugar gliders. <laughs> Can men Paul find him based on scent? We don't know where he was killed if it wasn't here. I mean, if he walked out of here, yeah. I mean, she could follow him as long as there's sense, you know, there. Well, I mean, do we know he wasn't killed here? Should we? I mean, are there any? I know we destroyed a lot, but I mean. <laughs> what, if, if, if Man Paul walked well, it's, it's a studio apartment. If he was killed here, as horrid as it sounded, we'd see something. True. The... Uh, <laughs> I can't imagine he'd go down without throwing some fire, too. And things weren't really burnt before us. Apparently there were still wards on the windows. I'm imagining the door, too, from what you guys did. Now, Wayne, your your knowledge of the the ward that was on the door was, you know, certainly uh, some some pretty dark-ass magic. Um, It was not designed to just keep somebody out. It was... It was not designed by a, a wizard or uh, whatever to come in and you know, take it down and, and leave it up. It was it was set like a landmine. I'm not sure that ward was his. I think that might have been a present waiting for us. Well, then that means that so were these. Well, that's a different ball game, at least. That voice on the phone knew we were coming. Makes sense. You've got a way to track it. I'm going to do some investigation to see if I can find, uh, I mean, my Hellfire Blade was supposed to be there. Sure. See if I can find anywhere where he might have stored it or, you know, see if I can find anything looking around the apartment. Sure. You spend a few minutes looking around and you find uh, uh, he's got a small chest uh, just to the left of of the bookshelf where, you know, the Superman statue is. And in in the chest there is a a a, uh, a fake panel. You know, it's 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 deeper than the than the chest actually appears to be. And you pop that panel and you see it's completely empty. And you can see you know uh, an oil cloth where possibly a blade was wrapped, uh, uh, some other items uh, that are that are kind of strewn around. But it looks like whatever was there, if that's where the sword was kept, has now been taken. 
shit. So, Aaron, from reading through the uh, the superheroes book, do you know of any kind of uh, like tracking or anything? Well, you Actually, could certainly use your spell casting to uh, you know uh, you know find a familiar object uh, and you know do a do a spell cast on that. <clears throat> button, <clears throat> button. Oh. Who's got the button? <clears throat> I was thinking the uh, that cloth that the knife had been in. But yeah, the button would work too. Uh, I believe I have the button actually, so I uh, hand it over. All right, let's see if I uh, utterly fail this. <laughs> wow, eighteen. You have a very strong sense, uh, a, a directional sense. It's not telling you, "Hey, it's over here," but you feel like you know something is pointing you, uh, and you feel like it might be close. All right, boys, I got something. We need to move. It's close. So what are y'all doing? I'm not waiting. Okay. I look at the little girl and go, go ahead and drop that thing. <sighs> I drop it. Smash, crash, 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 crash. Oh, you mean the alarm goes off. Exactly. So you guys get out on the street again. And, uh, you know, Wayne, you've got a, a sense that it's close, that it's, you know, within just a couple of blocks. And as you're, as you're moving along... A uh, coffee shop comes into view. Um, and you feel like it, if it's not in the coffee shop, it's close by the coffee shop. I, uh, I'll point over to it. There. What, so you did? Do you, yeah, you want a cup of coffee, or are we going to find the bad guys? <laughs> it's uh, there yeah. in Rain's Brew. <laughs> nice. I'm throwing you a Benny for that one. Thank uh, you. <laughs> Aaron, can I make a notice roll to see how many people I think are in there? Yeah, just look at the windows. You may totally do that. I want you you to do that. I wish you could do that. I rolled a nine. Okay. How many people are in there? You're, uh, you know, if if everybody is visible, you know, because you're looking through through the windows, you're going to guess that there's somewhere between eight and ten people in the store. I said there's ten possibles that I can see. None of them have a flaming head like Ghost Rider, do they? Oh, well, yeah, two of them. Two of them? No, I'm teasing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you did roll a rather high notice. You rolled a nine. Right. You notice that there – it doesn't seem like there's normal business going on in there. Um, You notice that there is a fella standing by the door uh, with his hand in his coat – and seems to be watching the street. Now you guys are far enough on the other side of the street that you know he probably can't see you. It's a, it's a, it's a dark evening, a little bit of fog up, um, you know, kind of a spooky sort of uh, you know aesthetic going on. Um, but you know you can see him, you know, checking the street, and you notice that you know for a coffee shop, you know, uh, there doesn't seem to be like a lot of coffee being made, as you can see. You know, you've got two baristas uh, possibly behind the counter, but uh, there doesn't seem to be much movement going on. It seems like people are kind of, like there's there's kind of a long pause going on there. I, I would think that would happen when we walk in because we don't look normal anyway. Well, well y'all are um, still out on the street though. Y'all haven't walked. Ah, uh, that's a wait. And you're across. The they got to look out. So, yeah. Yeah, they got to look out. Front door. Another. 10 yards, they would have seen us. What's the play? Nobody would suspect a little girl. Right, so you go in alone. <laughs> <laughs> and you let us know what's going on. 
That's a terrible play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I was looking something up, Tip. Uh, I was trying to find invisibility. I was I was waiting and I got blank stares and blinks and I was like, "You assholes are serious." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck it. We I, I, no. I had overcome up. I'll favor a less subtle approach, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. After he walks out of the way, I'm going to try to make the rest of us invisible. Okay. So, uh, Timmy. Yeah. You're crossing the street. Yeah. Hey, is there a lamppost? Yes. Okay, I have a lamppost now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's subtle. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? I said, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry, are you doing something with the lamppost? Maybe not just yet, but I've got it eyeballed up for a... For a for a uh, problem solver. Okay, gotcha. And, you know, it's on the corner just outside, so it's close by. So uh, you go walking up to the door, and as you get close, you know, sure enough, that, that guy certainly does appear to be a lookout, and he's kind of eyeballing you as you've come into view. Uh, are you opening the door and going in? Well, is he going to let me? Yeah, he's not stopping you. Okay. Okay. So you open the door and, you know, step in, and, and you know, there is – very much an awkward atmosphere inside the coffee shop. Um, you know, folks seem to be watching each other. Um, there is, you know, the, you, you can see the two baristas just look scared out of their minds standing behind the, 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 uh, the counter. Um, you've got uh, a, a woman who seems to be of, you know, East Indian descent, uh, uh, you know, wearing jeans and a T-shirt, and she is sitting over uh, at one of the tables by herself, and her hand is just shaking just a little bit with her cup of tea. Um, there is, uh, uh, like I said, the two baristas. You've got the guy at the door, and he's he's wearing, you know, he looks, yeah, honestly, he is probably uh, a week and a half, and and uh, you know, uh, from looking like a, a full blown crackhead. Um, I mean, just, you know, he just looks strung out and, you know, pasty and, you know, he's got the little cold sweat thing going on. But you also notice another guy on the other side and he has got uh, a a bundle in his arm and he's kind of he's kind of you know hopping it around like like one might do a small child. But you can see under the the blanket, he has got a gun rested right on top of whatever is in the bundle. Um there is a, a pregnant woman who she looks like she is just about to lose it. Um, uh, she is, you know, she's, she's a young woman, you know, probably 20, if that, uh, very pregnant. Um, and she just, she is freaking out and doing everything she can just to uh, keep quiet. There is a Hispanic woman next to her. Uh, in a business suit, and she is patting the woman's hand like it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Uh, on the other side of the place, you see uh, an elderly Asian man, very well dressed, uh, uh, older fella, um, wearing a hat, uh, you know, black coat. Looks like he just came from a business meeting, kind of thing, under you know, with his with his top coat on. Um, you see another woman in a business suit, and I mean, she is just eyeballing the exit. Like she's about to make a run for it, and uh, you've got uh, 
two fellas, both, you know, uh, rather shiny and good looking, uh, sitting at a table together and they keep cutting looks back and forth to each other. Both of them very nervous. There is a lot of nervous energy in this room. So there's, there's, there's two perps that I can tell. Correct. One of the, one of the guys, you know, the, 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 the two, uh, nice looking fellas, the ones looking at you and he's kind of shaking his head, you know, uh, just, you know, hardly perceptibly, but clearly giving you an urgent, no, 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 don't come in here, don't come in here. I smile. <laughs> and I, I look I look like I'm looking for somebody. Okay. So I'll, I'll kind of walk around just so I get an eyeball on everybody. Okay. Um, like kind of like pretending I'm, I'm, I'm looking for my mom or something. Sure. And the uh, the guy at the door, you know, that you passed as you came in, he's like, isn't it a little late to be up for coffee, kiddo? Well, my mom's probably here. She always does this after she ties one on. I got to find her. I don't think your mom's here, kid. Hmm. I don't suppose I don't see her. Oh, well, I, I, go, to, I go to leave. Okay. So, Wayne, you were trying an invisibility spell? Yep. I've uh, I've got invisibility on all of us, and I've got the uh, the force field around myself, and I'm pretty much over-tapped out at this point. So if I cast another spell while all of this is up, bad things could happen. So that could be fun. <laughs> okay. So you have uh, cast invisibility over all of your compatriots, and are y'all uh, moving towards the coffee shop? Is this a range thing, or is this? Uh, do I have to nope. stay within so many feet of you? Nope, it is on each one of us individually, and I'm just keeping it up. All right. Well, my pace so is twice of everyone's else's because of the armor, so I'm heading in. And so uh, the huntsman reaches the door, and you know that the invisibility is holding the 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 gunman at the door doesn't seem to notice you. I'm assuming well, I, 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 I saw one of these. You said there's one at the door. There's two perps inside, right? Correct. All right. So I'm going to go position myself near the one of them that's inside. They're both uh, inside. Well, I'm going to go near one of them inside, whichever. So, so you've is. got the guy who's close to the front door, and then there's a guy standing out towards uh, the other exit uh, across the rest, across the coffee shop. I'm going to go to him. Okay. Yeah. And the invisibility won't make the door invisible, though. So if you open the door, they would see the door open. The front door's open, though, right? No, it closed after the the uh, little girl walked in. All right, then I'll wait. Okay, there by the guy in the front. Okay, so you're just on the other side of the glass from him. Yep. Yeah, what are the rest of the boys doing? As I'm going to position myself on the other side of the glass from. Is there another one that's uh, besides that one that I can go to the other side of the glass of? Well, they there you you know it's kind of one of those. Uh, uh, coffee shops where two of the walls are glass so you've got a lots of opportunity okay. to beeline on the other guy so you can you can step around to the corner and you, know, you can look over the the pregnant woman and the hispanic woman in the in the business suit that's what's next to her and have kind of a straight shot even though it's a distant shot at the uh, other gunman okay um I'm but the, the other I'm gunman's by another i'm sorry what was that uh wayne I mean, again, the other side of the glass, so I can okay. I can see the other gunman. Okay. And uh, uh, Paul, what were you saying? I was going to ask if the other gunman was by another door, but it sounds like Wayne went over there already. Well, and but keep in mind the other door uh, leads to the back of the coffee shop, probably leading to another exit um, that you can't oh, okay. so he, like lead out to an alley, perhaps. 
Mm-hmm. That's the guy who is holding the bundle that could be a baby. That's I'm going to head to the back. Okay. I'm going to head around back. Okay. We'll get to you in just a second, uh, Mikey. Um, so anything else you guys are doing up front? Well, if he's going to head around back, I mean, are we able to communicate in some way, even though we're invisible? They're inside, right? Correct. So I just, you know, I, I make the whisper, I'm heading around back. Okay. All right. Because I figured that you oh, guys would be able to hear you. Because I'm whispering, see? And I've got an accent, which right. means I'm the huntsman, right? Is that Jason Statham? It might be. <laughs> we got invisible Jason Statham here. <laughs> All right, so I'll stay by the guy in front. Okay. So Paul's on the guy at the front door. Wayne's watching the guy uh, across the restaurant. Uh, Mikey's heading around back, and uh, uh, little baby Tim is there in the coffee shop with everybody. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yep. Mikey, you head around back, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you come up to the back door, and it's a service entrance. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are you going to do? There are no windows back here. It's just the wall and, and, and the, the door and uh, the alley connecting the other businesses here. Well, you know, I, I'm I, – yeah. I'm overconfident. I open the goddamn door. Okay. Now the door is locked, so it, oh, it, I'm it, really strong. I I know that you are. <laughs> uh, well, not really, really strong, but I'm I'm gonna open the door. Sure. So what do I need to do? Strength. Yeah, strength roll with your wild die. We're looking for an eight. <laughs> eight blows up. <laughs> Ten. Okay. So you tear the door open. Uh, now, Timmy. You're there in, yeah. in the restaurant, and you hear this awful wrenching sound uh, come from okay. behind that door. Uh, and the, the, the guy in front of it jumps. And he's like, what the hell was that? And the guy, um, the guy at the other door goes, go check that out. And he's like, but I got that. And he just go check it out. So he goes through the exit door. Okay. Is the one that stayed the one with the gun on the baby? No. The, the, the one with the gun on the baby is the one that went into the uh, uh, exit door. Okay, so all I've got is this one ass hat that's right by the front door. Correct. Okay. Um, you I hear the a, you hear the pregnant woman starts going, "Oh my god! Oh my okay, god! Almost, I think I'm my almost, water broke!" And you can hear the the splash. <laughs> <laughs> she might have just peed. <laughs> and you, the other woman's like, "It's gonna be okay! It's gonna be okay! It's gonna be okay!" She's like, "Oh." All right. Um, I'm going to look at the – In case you that oh, that oh, that is the telltale sign that a baby is about to happen. Just saying. Is that what that is? That is that okay. oh. So, All right. Uh, well, <laughs> if I get – distract Ma'am Paul, she loves amniotic fluid. <laughs> God. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> it's all she ever drinks. It's, it's a bitch to come by. It's <laughs> <laughs> um. I would like I would like to use my fear power on the one guy that's still there. Okay. So he's gonna have to make a guts check. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, he's gonna have to make it at a minus two because I have terror. Terror. I'm, you really don't want to be here. So he would have to make a spirit roll, I believe. Yep. And so it's a it's not opposed. It is it's uh, the difficulty of a six. Yes. Right. Okay. So I'm rolling my die four. Yep. And he is unsuccessful. Okay. So uh, he is shaken. Yep. And uh, 
he gasps and you know steps back bumping into the wall and his the the gun comes out of, of his jacket and he just is you know not pressing the trigger or anything but just you know terrified of uh, what he has just seen okay hey Aaron when he pulls the gun out I'm going to try to cast a spell to wrap him up in uh, energy okay nice okay it didn't ex- it didn't go badly for me um all right, so that was a 10. I'm wrapping him in a barrier with a strength of D8. And basically, it's like the, the crimson bands of... Side rack. Yeah. Okay. So he is bound up, uh, uh, and, 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 and you know, he, he is, you know, effectively sub- subdued. Uh, I was uh, one away from having that backfire. Well, yay. Roll. <laughs> so... Uh, Huntsman and Mompole, are y'all mm-hmm. both coming in? Yes. Open the door. So uh, you're both coming in. You see a small storage room, and you see, you know, it's kind of dimly lit, and you see a door open, uh, mm-hmm. and you can see the fellow that you had seen before, who's got the bundle in his arms and the gun, mm-hmm. uh, is coming in and looking. What he can see is the light from the alley uh, filtering in from the open door, but of course he can't see you. Right. Okay. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna take the baby from him. Okay. I'm gonna do it by reaching because he's got the gun pointed at. It's is it poking in the baby or is it just pointed at the baby? It's actually it's just laying on top. He's just kind of lazily got the gun laying on top of the baby. All right. So it's it's, a whole lot of work holding up a gun. It's not actually pointed at the baby. No. All right. Well, uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna you know try. I can do two things. I got two hands, right? And we keep so, saying baby. I should probably be very clear that you've not actually seen a baby. You just see a bundle that looks like it's a baby. Well, I'm not affected by lighting conditions, so can I see? Well, it's it's wrapped up. Whatever it is is you know wrapped up. All right. Well, um, it's wrapped up in a blanket to where like if I grabbed the blanket, uh-huh. I would be holding it yeah. snugly. Correct. All right, so I'm gonna grab the uh, I'm I'm gonna shove my hand uh, between the gun and the baby and grab the baby package thing away. Okay, so uh, make me an agility roll. And uh, at the same time, I'm uh, um, mentally commanding Man Paul to attack his legs. Oh, okay. That seems unsportsmanlike, but okay. I'm not a sport. I'm a huntsman. Um, and he's holding a baby. <laughs> I got a five. Okay. Uh, you successfully pull the baby uh, from his arms and roll me what mom pole does. Oh, uh, yeah. Attack. Come on. Scroll down. Um, da, 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 da. Fighting D8. Uh, six blows up. Seven. So seven either way. Seven. Okay. Um, he mom pole takes him down and he just screeches uh, as he hits the floor. You've, you, you know, having extricated the baby from his arms or the, the bundle from his arms. Um, do, does mom pole continue working on him or uh, what are we doing here? Uh, mom Paul's going to stay on him. I'm going to walk into those guys okay. carrying the baby. Okay. So Dang. I'm going to be unwrapping it as I step through the door. Okay. So uh, you guys see the door open, and this uh, baby hovers into the coffee shop. So, Aaron, at this point, the one guy's held. He, the baby just hovered in. Uh-huh. I'm going to drop the invisibility and basically drop all the spells I have okay. and kind of uh, 
collapse to a knee, tired. Okay. So you do that, and, uh, you know, Huntsman kind of materializes as he's unwrapping what is, in fact, a small uh, child. Uh, not very old, perhaps maybe a month old, and, you know, wiggling and, and uh, uh, had been, you know, it looks like it's finally pinking back up. It looks like the, the blankets around it had been compressing it and, and perhaps restricting air, but baby looks healthy, uh, starting to pink back up and, and begins to cry. Right. Whose little fellow is this? And, you know, the the uh, people are who have been sitting are you know starting to stand and and they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And they're a little taken aback, you know, by the scarecrow looking guy staring through the window, uh, the, the the people who have just materialized. And they're like, oh, who are you? One of them asks. Well, at this point, I walk in and I flash my badge. <laughs> Waynesboro PD. <laughs> would, would, will some, would someone like to tell us what happened here? These men came in and just, you know, were, hold, were holding us all hostage. They seem to be waiting for something. Right. Um, is this somebody here's baby? They came in with it. They, they came in with a baby? Yeah. Right. Well, here, you hold this. And I had it to... The hitchhiker. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, the, uh, the, I'm going to turn around and go back and make sure the gun's away from the dude on the floor. <laughs> so, uh, Huntsman steps back into the, the break room. And as he does that, um, somebody, everybody in, remaining in the room, hitchhiker, uh, Johnny Boondocks and guardian roll me notice rolls. <sighs> Five. Five. Okay. So you guys all notice this. Uh, you know, just kind of as you're as you're taking everybody's temperature, you know, the, the baristas are asking, can we make you guys a coffee? You guys are great. Can we make you a coffee? Would you like a latte? I could give you a, a, a venti latte. You know, that kind of thing. Who wants a double grande? You know. Um, but, you know, as you're as you're talking and, you know, the, 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 you know, Hispanic woman's coming up to you and just thanking you for for intervening the the, uh, uh, you know, uh, several people just, you know, oh, that's great. But you notice one thing and it just seems a little odd. You know, it doesn't seem odd at first, but then it gets a little weird. Uh, the Asian, the well-dressed Asian gentleman who is wearing a, a, a hat and uh, you know, a top coat. Um, you know, he—it's a nice one of those big, thick wool coats with the, with a, with a, with a scarf. You know, kind of real tightly gathered around his neck, and he takes his hat off. And the thing you notice, you know, is that his his skin is very, uh, uh, you know, it—he's just very pale complected, not like porcelain pale, just like you know, he didn't get out much. And you know, he has that 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 very uh, almost timeless ancient look that uh you know uh, some, some asian men have about them but no facial hair you know and his, his hair is is cut neatly uh in a very conservative uh short fashion but then he takes his scarf off and you can see his his neck and then he takes off his top coat and he is left he's not wearing any shirt beneath it uh and he is you know very well cut particularly for a man i mean you're thinking this guy's got to be at least 80 years old but i mean he is cut um, and what you notice that that is really strange, because like I said, he is very fair complected, um, but his skin has the quality 
of uh, spring roll, of a raw spring roll. You know, the, you know how like when somebody prepares a spring roll for you and they don't fry it, and you can see all of the things inside of it. You can see the slaw, and you can see the carrots and the bean sprouts and all that. Well, he's very much the same. He's 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 a little bit transparent, not a lot transparent, a little bit transparent, and you can see his organs uh, beneath his flesh. Um, but they don't look right. You know, they look like perhaps they're a little decomposed. And, and now that, you know, his jacket's off, it's almost like there's more light moving through him. And you can see a little hint of his bones. And you can see, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a little, you know, you can see the connecting tissues and whatnot. But again, you know, the, the organs don't have the right color. They're dark. They're, 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 they're putrid looking. Um, and even more disturbing you can see things moving within him like they're peeking around his organs and looking out at you. And he sets his hat on the table and regards the three of you. And, you know, this is this has gathered everyone's attention. Uh, and there, there's kind of this, this long, uh, uh, you know, pause. And then you hear the pregnant woman who's like, oh, my God. And you can hear this as things drop out of her. And you see eight of those nifty, wormy-looking creatures uh, drop from between her legs. Nice. (laughs) And this is where we'll end the scene. (laughs) No. (laughs) That is one of the most disturbing things I've heard in a while. Ghosts of Rainsboro is an Ideology of Madness production. To listen to more adventures in this setting, go to ideologyofmadness.com or rainsboro.com. Music provided by Nox Arcana. To listen to more, go to noxarcana.com. Rest well, and always, always stay in the light.